It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Well, hey there, friends, and a happy hump day to you. It's a beautiful day today. I am so happy that we're consistently getting good weather. Spring is being all nice before it leaves. Guess it wants us to remember it was a nice spring when it comes around next year. No, no, no. We're going to remember the spring of 2020. It was shit. <laughs> we had terrible weather. <laughs> it was bad. Yes, everything about it. Absolutely everything about it was shit. That is true. Sunday is the first day of summer. Um, let's talk a couple of COVID things before we get into other stuff, including we'll get into Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina later on in the podcast. Did you um, get any money back from your insurance company for the lockdown? No, I got no money and no notification of possible money or even a check-in to make sure that I'm okay. So I'm a little upset. Those snaky fuckers. Listen, the insurance companies, there was a lot of pressure on them back at the beginning of the pandemic when people realized, oh, can't really go anywhere. I'm not driving nearly as much as I was. In fact, many people went through like one tank of gas in a month. Well, if we weren't driving, should the insurance companies give us a little bit of a rebate? Uh, There are those who say, no, they shouldn't. Insurance is there in case you ever need it. And just because you were driving less doesn't mean that your insurance was any less important. Okay, fine. But it appears the provincial government disagrees. They're saying that the insurance companies claim they handed out $685 million Mm. in rebates to customers, rebates and relief. But a lot of people, particularly on the Facebook post that we put up this morning, are saying they got nothing, just like you, Kat. I'm with Allstate. I got 125 bucks back, and then they sent me an email to say that another check would be coming. Uh, that's great. I'll take it, because I certainly didn't drive as much, but I also didn't expect it. I didn't think the insurance companies would send me money. I was pleasantly surprised to see it. But I do like now, though, that... The provincial government's going to take a name and shame approach. They say if insurance companies don't do it voluntarily, they're going to publicly shame them. And if you're with, say, I don't know, Desjardins Insurance, I don't know if they did or did not give a rebate. I'm with Allstate personally, and that's who I got my rebate from. But let's say you're with Desjardins and they didn't give you a a rebate. Are you going to stick with Desjardins when your renewal comes up? Maybe your premiums want to go up or they want to increase your deductible? I don't know if you will. Maybe this is a good idea to do the name and shame game. Yeah, I'm all for it. Honestly, I'm all for the name and shame across the board. Like the COVIDiots, let's name and shame them. All the losers trying to scam things because of uh, COVID-19. And insurance companies are way up on that list for me, too. I have no problem with it because we know they are made of money. Um, so I think it's bullshit that they don't. If they're lying about it, especially. Yes. Tell me who's lying about it, who claims that they did it, and then they didn't do it. Prime Minister Trudeau deserves a lot of credit. He yesterday extended the CERB. It's going to go for another eight weeks. So in total, if you go right to the end, you'll have been able to collect the CERB for 24 weeks instead of 16 at 500 bucks a week Hmm. or $2,000 a month. That's good, but Trudeau had to be forced into doing it. Jugmeet Singh from the NDP deserves some credit, too. He wanted this extended basically indefinitely, but I guess he'll settle for an extra eight weeks because there's a lot of people who can't go back to work yet. Uh, I think it's good that they extended it. I personally, mm, I'm one of those ones who thinks they should keep it open as long as possible. Uh, None of us did anything to cause this pandemic. None of us... Mm -hmm. 
brought this virus to Canada and let it spread throughout the population. So the government should take care of people when it somehow allowed this to fester as badly as it did. Uh, Having said that, though, we're doing pretty well. Right. Under 200 cases again yesterday. Compare that to uh, America, where they're seeing like 20,000 new cases a day. Now, should we get all excited about that just yet? Because we all know, you've heard it before, you probably hate hearing the term, but it's going to happen. Second wave is totally possible. Second wave. Second wave is totally possible, and yes, we're doing well right now. But then you look at, I don't know, does does what's happening in Beijing right now, for example, scare you at all? Well, those are unconfirmed reports, and they don't exactly have the most free media over there. But unconfirmed reports are saying that there are people out in full hazmat suits blaring horns and rounding people up to force them into quarantine because they're starting to see another outbreak, and they don't want that infamous second wave. However, since it started in China, I have to think China would be the first to get the second wave, unless America is already in it because they really rushed to reopen things. And I'm not saying it's bad or good that they reopen things. I'm just saying that it seemed to happen before their own litmus test for when it was safe to do it. You can do just about anything in America right now. You can go to Universal Studios and ride roller coasters or go into a restaurant, go sit down at a bar. It's like the fucking Wild West down there compared (laughs) to what's going on here. Sure. My son just got back from the States. He was there for 12 days and he drove to Boston, flew from Boston to Florida, Florida back to Boston, little detour down to Rhode Island, and now he's back in Canada. Guess how much of a hassle he had at the border last night? Really? Zero. They said to him, yeah, where were you? Okay, cool. Uh, You got to quarantine for 14 days. You know that, right? And he said, yep, no problem. Okay, on your way. Okay. That was it. That was it. I'm I'm glad for him that it was a fairly simple process, but uh, don't we usually ask a few more questions? Don't we take down your license plate? (laughs) They ask more questions at Best Buy. (laughs) you're absolutely right they ask more questions at best buy oh speaking of which i was at a best buy yesterday i needed printer cartridges because that's the one thing i am using more of printer cartridges Mm -hmm. because i'm still working from home we are still distanced for anyone who's wondering and there was an older lady in front of me who is not okay with all this shit that's going on now she did have a mask on and she chewed out That poor guy at the front of Best Buy with a clipboard. And it's his job to make sure that there's not too many people in the store at once. He's got that weird little Secret Service style earpiece where he tells somebody in the store what you're coming in the store for. And he asks you how you're feeling. If you have a fever, if you've uh, traveled anywhere recently, that sort of shit. This older lady laid into him. And I actually felt bad for the guy for a little bit because this lady was unrelenting. You don't want to argue with a senior citizen. (laughs) seniors they don't fuck around they are taking names they don't give a shit they've been through it all yeah Uh, she may have been around for the the the, any number of pandemics that we've experienced in the past maybe she's gone through sars and h1n1 and all that sort of shit and she's thinking this is overblown i want to get in the store fuck you it was kind of funny how angry she was so when it finally was time to let her go in the store He let me go first and said to her, I'm sorry, you have to wait to speak to the manager. You wanted to speak to the manager? I've called the manager to come out for you. So I don't know if she eventually got in or not. I got my printer cartridges and got the hell out of there. 
either way, I did feel bad for the guy. Uh, let's talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina for a second here. <laughs> she had a candle out that they say, or she said, or it was implied. This smells like my vagina. Well, yeah. Did you, did yeah. you ever get a chance to smell it? So, no, I never got it. It's $75 for the stupid candle, but it's sold out every time. The, the purpose of the candle is it's basically just something that's trendy and neat to have in your home. Because think about your house, okay? Picture your house, your living room, you're inviting guests over. They come through your door, they notice a candle's burning. And it happens now and again. We usually have candles burning at our house, and people go, oh, that's a nice candle. What is that? And I'll usually say, oh, it's a Yankee candle, whatever the fuck it is. This candle says right there in black and white, this smells like my vagina. So it's kind of it's kind of brilliant in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of dumb. Some people might go, that's dumb. Okay, fine. But it's sold out multiple times. Every time that you put a new shipment online, it would sell out. So this one is a follow-up scent, she says, to that one. It is called This Smells Like My Orgasm. Ooh, smells like her orgasm. Let me ask a couple of questions. Would this be like her orgasm solo or would this be like her orgasm after she's had a partner? Because <laughs> when you get multiple orgasms mixing together, i.e. like his and hers, maybe that's a completely different scent than if it was her solo orgasm. <laughs> I'll tell you what it smells like if you're curious. This is what yes. the description on the website says. Everybody think about the last time you smelled an orgasm. See if this rings a bell. Tart grapefruit, neroli, and ripe cassius berries blended with gunpowder tea and Turkish rose. Turkish rose, grapefruit, gunpowder tea. I don't think any of those things really smell like uh, the last <laughs> orgasm that I smelled. No. <laughs> you don't roll over and go, wow, that really, really was good. It smells like gunpowder tea in here. <laughs> <laughs> that Turkish rose. That's how I know it really happened. I really did it. Why don't they make it a little more realistic and throw in some like asparagus and stuff like that? <laughs> well, guys, I'm just saying, if it doesn't smell like gunpowder tea and Turkish rose, she probably faked it. She probably faked it. Yeah. You know what, guys? Ask a few more questions next time. Time to turn into detective mode. Like, whoa. <laughs> You look like you had a good time, look, people- but I don't smell the gunpowder tea. <laughs> so what's going on here? I'm on to you. <laughs> <laughs> was it good for you? Yeah, baby, it was. Really? Because I don't fucking smell gunpowder tea. Really? You leave to go to the bathroom for five minutes. You come back out. Then all of a sudden it does smell like it. You're like, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> I was only gone for a minute. <laughs> Open your nightstand now. Let me see what's in there. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I don't know. Like some people call it stupid. I also call it kind of brilliant marketing. It works for her, right? And if it works for her, it's a, it's a working formula, then then keep keep at her. Why not? The uh, link to that candle, if you want it, is up right now on the description from this podcast. If you want to order the smell of a an orgasm in burning candle form. I like candles. I might be one of the only guys that lives on his own that has a lot of scented candles. I think they're a nice smell when people come over. The problem is when it gets down to nothing, I feel bad just throwing out that that jar that the candle came in. And I don't have the patience or the time to sit there and scrape out all the wax just to try and salvage it. What do you do? You throw that in the recycling or do you 
Just chuck yeah, it. If it's glass. It's recyclable. You do your best to get the wax out of it like you do to clean anything else. But if it's just a glass jar, basically, that's left, you scrape out what you can and you throw it in the recycling. I, I also know people, my mother-in-law is one of them, that will try to recycle those and turn those into something else, like um, a place to put your cotton balls, for example, or Q-tips oh. and things like that. If they're nice enough jars, you can totally repurpose them. If you're crafty or you know someone who is, maybe they'll want to use that. You never know. Uh, and this one could smell like an orgasm or a vagina after it's done. So that's mom. Funny. Your cotton balls smell like sex. What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a mom has come up with a unique way of keeping track of all of her kids. She has eleven of them. Oh, so she has oh, the kids wow. wear shirts that are numbered, so she can help keep track. Does she just call them by the number? Because that'd be great. Hey, three, quit fucking around. Let's go. It's breakfast. The kids range in age from 14 all the way down to just five months old. They are, let me see if I can do this here, Rhiannon, Lacey, Mackenzie, Skyler, Henley, Colby, Parker, Hadley, River, Ocean, and Navy (laughs) is the youngest. They are the Suttons. There are 11 children. You know, at first I thought, well, that's so impersonal. What kind of parenting is that to just assign your kid a number? And then I thought to myself, Yeah, with 11 fucking kids, it would be hard to keep track. I've got, like, five good friends. Sometimes I lose track of them or call them the wrong name. So I don't blame this woman with 11 kids. Maybe she hasn't had time to commit this to memory because she's fucking so much. 11 kids. I know. I don't don't get that. Well, I only have two, and I still call it the first and the second. So (laughs) I'm numbering them, and I only have a couple of them. I can't imagine 11 of them. (laughs) that's funny got a story here out of oregon it is a 35 year old man named marcus davis jr who seems to be a bit of a piece of shit uh forgive the expression but apparently he has an extensive history of gun and drug related offenses he was just sentenced on monday after he initially falsely accused a homeless man of shooting him in the dick As court found out, through the investigation, police were able to prove he actually shot himself. You see, this guy here was carrying an illegal firearm, like many, many, many people are, apparently. So he decided he wanted to be the cool guy and stuff that gat down the front of his pants. Because apparently a holster is too inconvenient and practical if you are uh, an illegal gun-toting individual. Well, the gun did... What guns do? It fired. It fired a shot when he put it down the waistband of his pants. He shot his dick like Cheddar Bob? Yeah. Let me explain to you how it worked. Everybody, try and form a picture of a penis in your mind for a second. If you have to refer to the doodles, you know how it works. The tip of the dick would be closest to where the gun went in. So he shot himself through the tip of his penis... 40 caliber bullet, by the way, through the tip of his penis, it came out his right testicle <laughs> into his thigh and then out the other end to eventually put a hole in his track pants. That's so low rent. You're carrying around a gun in the waistband of your pants and you're not even wearing fucking jeans. You were wearing track pants. <laughs> that's so really? irresponsible. You know, like that's basically a fashion crime at this point. 
No gun looks good tucked into the waistband of your your uh, elastic stretchy pants. Put some fucking khakis on or something. In any case, yeah, he shot the tip of his dick, his right testicle, and his thigh. Karma, though. You think so? Yeah, a little bit. Sure, yeah. He seems like a bit of a douchebag, and he had an illegal firearm down his pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of, you, you did that to yourself there, sweetheart. How's he explain that to a girl if he eventually hooks up again? At some point in the future, when he gets out of jail, six years from now, by the way, that was his sentence. When he gets out of jail, he'll inevitably be in front of a woman at some point. He's going to take off his pants, and that's going to be a hot fucking mess down there. (laughs) How does he explain that to a girl? Do you tell her in advance, or do you yell, surprise, when she unzips you? She's not sure which end to touch. Like, what is it? It goes this way and that way. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a blown up stick of dynamite. What the fuck happened to you? Uh, I see the Roman candle, but where's your dick? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to keep reliving that story for the rest of your life. Or... Do they have penis transplants that you can get? Are there donors they, out there that are willing to donate you their dick? They have a they do have penis transplants. If I'm not mistaken, I think I heard that they did start doing them. They started I think with burn victims and and I apologize if this is not accurate, but I this is just what I remember hearing is that they were trying to do that so that so that people could recoup what's happening. Now, for someone who shot themselves in the dick and ended up going to jail, I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of organizations that are going to band together and be like, let's get this guy a dick. He deserves a new one. I don't think so. But if he has money, uh, yeah, he could probably get something figured out. Would you, you're saying if he has money, he could like procure another dick? Like I don't, I don't know. Just find some good-looking dick guy and go up to him and say, "Hey, I got a lot of money, and I yeah, want that pecker of yours." It, it wouldn't necessarily be a transplant in this case, but I think you could probably buy something to fill it. Like maybe, like just picture like a spider dog. You know, you know. What, <laughs> <laughs> so if you picture the spider dog, maybe they have ways of 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 molding and shaping it back together again using other other things to play-doh to you're thinking dog. of a dick made of play-doh you can't do that with a real penis <laughs> there's gotta be a way that's all i'm saying i like the transplant idea it's just you gotta really match the shade i mean you know kind of like how band-aid has put out the new shades to get closer to matching all the different skin tones like what if you're some whiter than white pasty guy but the only dick donor that's out there is a little darker down there. That's going to look weird, too. How do you explain that to a partner? A caramel dip dick for you. There you go. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's dirty. Uh, just turn the lights off. Oh, my God. This is out of hand. What a mess. Uh, it's just a short one today, everybody, but we wanted to connect with you and get you some content. Thank you for listening to After 9. We will have another one, at least one more, coming out this week.